Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is, what day is it? My God, it's Wednesday. How this week has flown. I uh, We missed both Monday uh, and Tuesday, which was Monday's hangover. We had some technical difficulties. But on Monday, of course, uh, we, we celebrated and we remembered uh, Memorial Day. And, you know, I always it drives me crazy whenever you just want to wish someone a, a happy Memorial Day and people want to bark back at you and say, it's not a happy day. I, I understand that. But I, I do wish that you have a happy day because it because life is something worth celebrating. And people who give their lives for our freedom uh, that we enjoy here in the U.S., what's left of it, at least, those who have given their lives in that ultimate sacrifice, that's one hell of a request. And um, I always pray that that life is celebrated. So, yeah, I do hope you had a good, happy Memorial Day and and had an opportunity to uh, consider and reflect what that's all about. So, anyway, it's good to be back with you guys. Uh, sorry for the for the snafu yesterday. I was going to be, um, you know, taping here from home while the guys are there in the studio. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, the Wi-Fi service, the Internet service here in my residence actually decided to... Uh, do maintenance on the thing yesterday. <clears throat> so I was without internet and obviously we were not able to do the show. So here we are. I'm glad you guys are tuned in. I told you at the end of last week, this was going to be very different. I wanted to uh, kind of get out of the box a little bit and be able to talk to you from, uh, I wish I could say I was down in my bunker and sound cool like Mark Levin, but I'm not, I'm actually in the, in the living room here. So I'm glad you guys are here in uh, uh, George and Brandon hanging out in the studio. And I got some stuff I want to get into. Um, one of the things I, I think we're getting to a point where this primary season between Trump and DeSantis is starting to get a little unhinged and off the rails. And I want to talk to you about that. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But there are some pressing things that are going on in our world. And, you know, we're, we're dealing with this um, this uh, Biden McCarthy debt ceiling, uh, what Chip Roy calls a sellout. We're, we're talking about, um, y- you know, we're trying to call Kevin McCarthy on the carpet with this negotiation with Biden. Uh, the woke world is still attacking us. And there's tons of stuff that I want to get into on that deal. But it's just absolutely insane. This world we're living in. Guys, let me just say that if you're still. It, we've we've said this for years. We have said this for years that if you're not pursuing, chasing, trying to build a parallel economy, then you're guilty of everything that's going on in this world because you're you're continuing to fund these major corporations that are absolutely against you, against your liberty, against your values, against your family. Uh, and I don't know what else to tell you at this point. Now, I know it's almost impossible to completely unplug and just say, um, you know, we're not going to spend money here or there anymore. It's almost like saying I'm never going to buy another item from China. Uh, you, you literally can't not buy items from China. Uh, there's a major T-shirt company out there. We, we're discovering now that there's actually uh, they, they, they in the label. It says that the T-shirt is manufactured in Nicaragua, uh, which ain't great, but it's a T-shirt. You don't get a whole lot of American made, you know, T-shirts and cotton from America anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but they've now found um just microscopic stuff in doing the research that comes from the region where there's Uyghur slaves in China. So you you literally you want to unplug from it all, but you almost you can't. So it's it's a very difficult thing to do to say, I'm going to separate myself from woke corporate America and the woke corporate world. Now, I've been calling this stuff out on my social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, 
it's it's insane the stuff that that we're seeing that's going on and people are commenting and saying oh how can these companies get away with doing this guys I've been telling you how on this show. I've been telling you how they do it. They don't care about their profits and loss. They really don't. They don't care about, care about their market share. They don't care about their market value. They don't right now. They know that they have enough to weather the storm. And they'll keep pushing this crap out, especially as we move into June, which is Pride Month. It's amazing to me that we have we have one day, Memorial Day, that's dedicated to those who gave their lives for our freedom and liberty here in this country. But we're going to give, you know— People who identify with a certain sexuality an entire month. I, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I don't believe anybody should have a month. There shouldn't be black month. There shouldn't be gay month. There shouldn't be, you know, any month. There should be no month <laughs> for any of this stuff. But yet here we are. Um, it, 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 we're about to be bombarded with this woke nonsense, okay? And you almost have to bow down to it or else you're going to pay the price. You're going to pay the penalty. No. I'm saying, no, do not bow the knee to this nonsense. We're seeing the crap that's gone on with Bud Light. In fact, uh, Brandon, if you got that clip, uh, this is my buddy, uh, my buddy, uh, Scotty Alexander. He's a Texas musician. He sent me this. He probably doesn't want to be included in this, but he sent me this from Buda, Texas. This was in the grocery store. This was on uh, Sunday. This was Sunday, uh, this, just this past weekend. Uh, Brandon, play that clip, please. Man, the beer aisle in Walmart is completely hammered. Out of everything. Oh, there's plenty of Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) It is happening everywhere. I mean, this is happening everywhere. This is the longest I've ever seen this go on. Now... How could they get away with it? Is Anheuser-Busch going to be hurt? I've told you over and over again. No, they're not. Bud Light, I think, is suffering a little bit. But we know that the power players behind them, the Black Rocks, the Vanguards, all of these you know, major uh, finance uh, management companies that are out there, they're going to make sure that the woke BS is going to continue to be pushed through. The reason these companies are, ma- are having to do this, you know, why is, you know, Target, consistently we, we you know you go back a couple of years with target you had the uh the debacle with which bathroom they were going to use and then you had um uh now you've got this whole pride section that's going on you know in the in the tuck bathing suits we talked about that last week i was actually fact checked on social media um just the other day because they came in and these independent fact checkers said that no, Target is not selling, uh, you know, transgender tuck outfits for children. Um, well, fact of the matter is they are targeting children. They, they have stuff in the children's section. With nowhere in my post did I say they were actually encouraging children to tuck anything in their clothing. I'm just saying they have this stuff. The stuff is there. The stuff is targeting children. I posted a video just yesterday on my Instagram. Again, at Watch Chad. You can go check all this stuff out where there's a lady uh, and she's talking about why are they targeting children? And it's a picture with, uh, uh, you know, for pride with the rainbow and Mickey Mouse ears in there. And you can clearly see the tag in the back of the shirt. It is for a toddler. It's for a size 3T. So you can't tell me they're not doing this stuff. Um it, you know, more and more we're seeing we're seeing these things that are happening, and now you've got Coles. I mean, if you if you didn't think that the worst thing Coles was doing was selling you you know overpriced garage sale crap, um, now you got to go in there and you got to dodge the rainbow. So, the thing that disappoints me though 
and it doesn't surprise me, but it does disappoint me, is, you know, over the weekend, Chick-fil-A came out with this statement where basically, you know, they, they were saying that everything, we're all better together and, you know, their whole diversity and inclusion and the whole equity thing. I think it's the equity thing that drives me crazy, but they put out there committed to being better at together. Um, and there's, that's, you know, that's an odd way of saying it, but we're better at together. Um, yeah, just shut up at this point. Just shut the F up. I mean, this this is insane. I mean, Truett Cathy is rolling over in his grave at this point. This is not the company that he founded. This is not the company that he started. Um, it You go back, and uh, Brandon pulled a great clip. I've forgotten about this clip, actually, where the uh, you know the CEO of Chick-fil-A, you remember, remember when he pulled this little stunt in the church? Play, play that clip, Brandon. I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But there, there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal action here. Maybe we need to give them a hug, too, <laughs> brother. And some and some and some stock in Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I bought about fifteen hundred of these, and I gave it to all our Chick Fil A operators and staff a number of years ago. And uh, so, any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, uh, beget with an apologetic heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get it. That was back in, you know, that was around the whole, you know, the, the kneel and kneeling for the anthem and the BLM and the, and the George Floyd, that was all around in that period of time. And again, we started seeing how this, you know, Chick-fil-A from the top down was going to start pandering, uh, to these woke causes. Um, and listen, I'm not saying that it's not a good thing to, to serve each other. I'm not saying it's not a good thing to, to, to be considerate of each other. Um, but when you're targeting a group of people in order to make them like you, I mean, to, to basically pander, that is the definition of pandering. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear so that you'll like us better. Well, again, be who you are. I mean, find I've said this to you guys forever. If you if you want to be successful in life, you better know who you are. You better know exactly what you're about. Know your mission, know your purpose, know your vision and discipline your life in order to accomplish that thing and then spend the rest of your life risking it all in order to accomplish that vision and live out your dream, live out who you are. Well, that translates into a corporate identity as well. See, these corporations, they go out there and they don't know who they are anymore. They, they don't know who they are. They're being told who to be. And that's what's frustrating everybody. You know, people like me, that's what we're getting frustrated with. Because, like, listen, we bought into your mission statement. We bought into the things that you said you believed in. And we wanted to be a part of that. You know, Chick-fil-A, they were closed on Sunday. They were a value-driven company. Okay? They, they, no matter how much pressure they were under, uh, you know, how many billions of dollars they could probably make. They made the decision they were going to be closed on Sunday. That's the day you want to go eat Chick-fil-A is on Sunday. That's the one day you crave it is on Sunday. And they decided they were going to be closed. And that's their values. And, and they built a business model off of that. And it was very successful. I mean, the fact that you walk, you, you go in there or you, or you drive through their drive through and they say, it's my pleasure. That is a message that they're trying to, you know, that's a message they're trying to give you 
that represents their corporate values. It's their pleasure to serve you. But now if all of a sudden you're going to change that messaging and say, oh, no, we're going to go out and we're going to pander to everybody. I can't respect that, dude. I just don't have any uh, respect for stuff like that. So it frustrates me when I see it. And uh, and it's across the board. It is across the board with these things. So what are we going to do? Uh, I guess you stay at home and make your own damn chicken sandwich. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's where we're going to live. Brandon, you're going to have to start cooking for me or something. Uh, I actually, we'll move I in actually, there together. I, but, I do make a mean fried um, chicken. Th- this whole thing is uh, it's just getting stupid at this point. Brandon, yeah. uh, I tell you what, I'm going to reach over and grab this computer real quick. I got to I got to pop something off of there. Did, did, have you have you seen any other stuff like when you're going into stores? I, do you even go into stores anymore? Because I don't go into not, any stores. Not really, to be honest. It's kind of unnecessary at this point. Where like it's really <laughs> and it's easier, honestly. Like I hate dealing with people. So going to like, like when I go to Target, well, I don't really anymore, but when I would, yeah. like I don't use, I go through self-checkout. I like the robots. They're easier to deal with. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I've kind of, once Amazon started delivering groceries, that was pretty much the end for me. Right. Well, and that's, and that's ultimately, that's the point that I'm trying to make is these companies, you say, why would these companies change their values? Why would they change who they are? They have to make up for it. They're, they're using Chinese products. They're using slave labor products. They know that their social score is going to get their social credit score is going to be diminished, you know, by, by, you know, their impact on the environment, uh, their impact on, um, you know, human rights violations. And so now they have to go out and they got to boost it in other areas and they do it with the, with the pride stuff. So, I mean, I'm trying to be gay. I, I really am. I mean, it's, I'm going to try to spend the rest of June just really thinking, rethinking everything and, and see if I can't just be gay. Because it's just going to be easier that way. Just if I can taste the rainbow. All right, guys. Uh, every day, the parallel economy, as we're talking about, it's growing. It's bigger and bigger. And uh, it's powered by everyday Americans who are absolutely sick and tired of uh, the woke propaganda. It's, it's just jammed into every product. It's jammed to every shopping experience, every store, everything you consume. At big, big mobile companies, you know, your cell phone. They're absolutely no different. So for years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we've had to take it because you need you need a cell phone. And um, you probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. And whenever you switch over to Patriot Mobile, you're actually sending a message to these corporations that you support free speech and religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, our first responder heroes, because that's what they stand for over at Patriot Mobile. they got a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number, too. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash chat, or you can call them at 878-PATRIOT. You get free activation when you use offer code C-H-A-D. I spell it CHAD. Uh, ask about their coverage guarantee while you're over there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch to patriotmobile.com slash Chad. And we love you. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Um, the, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys... Uh, I, I was in the airport the other day. I was coming through the Houston airport, and I walked past a m- magazine stand deal, and I saw the Sports Illustrated swimsuit mm-hmm. issue. And the only reason I noticed it, Brandon, was because it had Martha Stewart. I mean, Martha. Dude, I, listen, and kudos to her at 81 years yeah, old. I mean, yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how airbrushed she is, but... 
Uh, okay, she looked good. I dig it. Yeah. But yeah, they had they had all the covers represented. Have you seen them out there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, all of them. I actually I <laughs> applaud Martha. She looked the best of all the covers, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. I, I was I had to I had to stop and look, and then I threw up in my mouth when I saw the you know the one that I know still has a a penis. I was on a Eric Bowling show. I was on Eric Bowling show the other day, and uh, they wanted to talk about this thing, and I did the same thing on his show that we talked about on our show. I said where he's right. got the still got a penis, so he's got the that's the pose, right? You got your legs crossed. Yeah, and I I could tell that the uh, the Newsmax editors over there were getting a little sheepish <laughs> with my car. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what it was. But um, AOC, I mean, they ought to put. When's AOC going on the cover of a? I mean, she's she's pretty hot, right? I'd buy that cover. That'd be a good cover. You'd buy that cover. Let's be honest. That's I mean, funny. I would support doing like a hot women of Congress <laughs> like swimsuit edition. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there's two or three. Yeah, I mean, there's at least there's, enough. There's, I'll I'll give Nancy an honorary <laughs> cover just for those jugs. I mean. I mean, just throw her on there. Just send her back to Italy and you'll get all the pictures you need. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, AOC, she's upset at this parody account that's going viral and gaining speed after being boosted by Elon Musk, <laughs> which I which I agree. I don't think I don't think it should happen. Right. So, I mean, here you got AOC. Um, she warned her followers about a parody account that was going viral. Uh, and she said gaining speed after, you know, Elon Musk had something to say about it. And uh she said, "FYI, there's a fake account on here. We need to get we need to get uh, Sarah to do this, impersonating me, going viral." Uh, and so, again, Elon Musk he engaged to this thing, and you know, again, the the Twitter rereads. I don't care who you are. I don't, I don't even care if you're in Congress. They can't joke. They can't joke. They can't do anything. They can't. They don't understand nuance, satire, hyperbole. You know, sarcasm. None of that. So anyway, she was um, there. There's parody accounts out there. I mean, believe it or not, I, I there's a ton of them under the name Chad Prather. I get messages every day from someone who is saying, "Have you been hacked on Facebook? Or were you hacked on Twitter? Are you hacked on?" No, no, people. I looked at my algorithm the other day, or I looked at my analytics, I should say, on Instagram, and my number three most popular place that my social media reaches on Instagram is Nigeria. <laughs> and the reason is because those are the ones, those are the ones who are trolling the accounts. So it's happening on Facebook. It's all Nigerian accounts. And so when you see these, hey, send me a message or send me a friend request. No, these are these are Nigerians who are doing this. This that's the nature of being on social media. Now, um I get that, you know, maybe Elon Musk ought to be a little more responsible for that but the meltdown is um you know is a little bit <laughs> funny and of course the parody account is just trolling the hell out of her so uh the uh it said uh i can't believe someone would do that to us the parody responded after brainstorming with my staff i'm going to push congress to make it illegal to joke laugh or make fun of me um, <laughs> which is kind of true if you look <laughs> well that's what they're basically asking for right <laughs> yes so you know this account, which now has 280,000 followers, well, it just dropped 100 right now as I opened it up. It's, it's, uh, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez press release. And then in parentheses, it literally says parody. <laughs> parody. Um, you know, there it is. It's so, 
again, the pinned tweet on here is printing money is the only way out of inflation. <laughs> That's literally what they want to do. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what they want to do. So, uh, you know, if Congress would have passed my $93 trillion Green New Deal, inflation would be at 0.00% right now. <laughs> I mean, this is basically a Babylon Bee dedicated to AOC. There's, that's a good rhyme, actually. Uh, if we don't move to 100% green energy soon, car emissions will kill off the human race just like it did the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that is sort of kind of the crap they're pushing, you know. Um, I mean, but, I, think, uh, I have to think you know, that's why it makes him so mad because it's, it's so close to what she actually says that that's why yeah. it's making – like you can tell it's making her genuinely angry because it's a little too close to home. Yeah. Well, it, it is. And, and it's like, oh, no, I want to be able to say my stupid thing and then be able to defend it myself. They don't want somebody else saying it because it sounds stupid to them. I mean, look, we're living in a world. We're living in a world where, where if you ever parallel what the left is saying, like, for instance, you take this whole thing. Now we're, we, they're actually pushing for segregation. They want they had this past weekend. They had a black only graduation ceremony at some college. Uh, I didn't read the story because it's just that damn stupid that that's what's going on. You know, they, they want black only classes, black only dormitories. They want black only everything, you know, black only casts, it, 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 all these different things. And it's like, oh, we got to talk about people of color. How is that different from back in the 60s calling them colored people? I mean, it, it, you're saying the exact same damn thing. You're saying you want segregation. I mean, that's the most racist thing in the world. And you're actually you're actually Democrats are doing it again. They're dictating back to society what they're actually wanting and and they're in essence bringing back a Jim Crow. So, you know, uh, the, the fact that, again, we point out the hypocrisy of this whole thing. They're pointing out the hypocrisy of AOC and, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, that's literally what you've been saying, lady. It's what you've been saying. You wanted a $93 trillion Green New Deal. It's what you wanted. Uh, then you got Wanda Sykes, you know, the comedian uh, who's supposedly some, you know, she's a woke comic. You know, she's upset again, talking about Dave Chappelle and his jokes on transgender people were hurtful and damaging. He said there's two genders. He literally said there's two <laughs> genders. Uh, I mean, is that hateful? Um, I, you know, she uh, she said it was awful. And she feels like if she wants, well, the bottom line, she wants her new Netflix special to balance out Chappelle's jokes about transgender people. And uh, she says, uh, I think that what he said was so hurtful and damaging to the trans community. So, yeah, uh, the scale is still tipped, I'd say, in their favor. Uh, what, biology? It's tipped in, <laughs> in what? In science? Says, um, but I know I wanted to say something because so much has been said on that platform. And... Um, she said, well, they're friendly, she and Dave Chappelle, but uh, she's commented on the laws banning trans women from uh, women's bathroom and it said she's not, in fact, transgender. So I'm glad Wanda Sykes came out <laughs> and let everybody know that she doesn't have a set of balls. Um, look, look, let me show you. You know, here's our here's our uh, <laughs> you guys have yet to see. This Hell is yeah. not Wanda Sykes right here. This this not Wanda Sykes. I don't know if you can pull that in the screen there. Uh that's that's Dave Chappelle, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that door knocker. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, that is our sissy award. That is the cisgender. But uh said I'm not trans, but they have my support. I'm glad you clarified that, Wanda. 
uh, wanted uh, to find something where I can shine some light on what they're going through to show just how stupid and hateful really it is. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah. it's an insane thing to hear that from a comedian talking about a comedian. Because you would think yeah. Wanda Sykes would understand Dave Chappelle was kidding. But I guess, again, the problem yeah. is his kidding hits a little too close to home because it's the truth, which well, is the issue. Yeah. I, I went to dinner last night. I was by myself. I was sitting there at a restaurant and I, I sat at the corner of the, the bar there. Nice place. And and I got to talking to this couple and um, they, they were sitting, you know, around the little corner from me. So we kind of couldn't help but see each other. And we were talking and it was we started talking about, you know, comedy. And they were asking my opinion on you know, things like this. And I said, you know, good comedy should have some truth built into it so that when you walk away going, you know, that was something to think about that, that kind of stretched me. I, I believe that they, you know, it made a point, you know, it's not just going up there being silly and seeing how dark you can be. I, I, my type of comedy, at least what I appreciate is the George Carlin, Robin Williams, and yes, Bill Cosby, uh, you know, Bill Burr, those kind of guys that I think make a point with their comedy. Um, you know, the uh, there's a lot of those, you know, Jim Jeffries, a lot of those guys out there that I don't necessarily agree with, but I still can appreciate their comedy because I think they make a point with it. And that's all Dave Chappelle was doing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's giving you something to think about and, and saying some things using a platform that other people don't have an opportunity to say. So, you know, I, I can at least appreciate that. All right. Uh, let's go to break. I want to come back. I want to get into this Trump thing, because I think we're living in a we're we're in some we're, it's going to get dangerous here in a little bit. And I want you guys to. I want you guys to breathe deep about this uh, primary thing that's going on and um, because we're at each other's throats, man. And I want to talk about that. Um, you know, we're looking at these headlines and it looks like the world is falling apart. And I will tell you this, that uh, the smartest investment that you can make, in fact, right around the corner from where I'm taping right here in my house, sits two new boxes of my Patriot Supply. I believe in having food security. I'm, I'm a guy that doesn't like to miss the meals. And uh, you don't know when the next disaster is going to strike. I mean, we've, we've just had tornadoes in North Texas this past week. You don't know what's going to happen. And, and, you know, you got roads that get blocked. You get things that get shut down, power that's out. And all of a sudden, your grocery store shelves, they are empty. So I want you to get that emergency food and get it in full supply. That's why I want you to get that three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They are the nation's largest and I believe most trustworthy preparedness company. And when you order today, you're going to save uh, $200 on each kit. And you need to get a kit for each member of your family, honestly. Um, and you want to make sure that you guys are going to stay well fed and uh, not standing in those food lines out there. You, know, you saw the paper, the toilet paper shortages that are out there. I, listen, we don't want to go through that kind of stuff when it comes to food. So don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit and save $200 per kit. It's easy. Go to... I like this website, preparewithchad.com. Yeah, that's where I go to, preparewithchad.com. You're going to get fast and free and discreet shipping as well. Do it today. You might regret it tomorrow. Preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. Can I just uh, let you guys once again behold the glory that is the, uh, the the sissy the sissy award? This is the cisgender award. My kitchen is loaded with testicles right now. I, if you guys are if, if you're listening to this and not watching, uh, this is actually a door hanger 
And I told you guys about it. You can actually go knock on somebody's door. <laughs> uh, we should call this the teabagger. Um, but I uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Let me let me talk about a big set right here. Okay, I I, I was up from three o'clock in the morning until eight this morning, and then I took a nap because uh, I have a weird life and a weird schedule, and I can't sleep. So. I was scrolling through trying to get mindless and I was scrolling through some Instagram reels. The stuff I come across, uh, check this one out. I've been dating him since 2015. I met him when he was 21. 21. And we had our first kid like a year after 2016. And um, we had another kid in 2000. 17. Wait for it. And I just recently found out that this was my son that I gave up for adoption. What did you say? I just recently found out that this was my son that I gave up for adoption. Huh? Let me just grab my uh. stuff off the bus. <laughs> Listen, that's horrible right there. That that's that's horrible. Um the um this is my son that I gave up for adoption. Um wow. I mean, what do you do at that point? That's that's when you uh you <laughs> I mean, his face you, you, his, you put, his face says it all. That dude is just mortified. I mean, what do you do at that point? I mean, and like you you put the kids up for adoption, you forget you knew each other, and you go your separate ways. All you right, you to. burn all records of anything. Yeah, you throw yeah, your phones you in the to. river and, and you hit the road. So. What, what you don't do, in my uh, opinion, is make an Instagram reel and put it on the internet. <laughs> Tell the whole world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now that everybody that sees you, you can't even go to church. Oh, yeah. Uh, your reputation's anyway. ruined. Yeah, it's a whole deal. Um, all right. The uh, let me let me go to this. I want to get to the Trump thing, but like this, uh, you know, we saw what happened with the Dodgers and the whole thing where they had the um, and and the what are you ever called the perpetual indulgence nuns, where they had the drag nuns that were out there and they let them come back out there. And there were a few there were a few Dodger players who stood up against that, and I'm proud they did. But then you got like um, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Anthony Bass, he apologized for sharing content on social media that advocated for Christians to boycott Target, Bud Light, and other entities pushing pro-LGBT ideology. He apologized, saying that his post had hurt the pride community. Bro, bro, this this is what I'm saying. Like, dude, if you have convictions, if you know who you are, listen, if the, the, the pride community, most people I know who are gay aren't fragile people. They're not they're not fragile people. It's it's this quote unquote community that's getting together and telling you there are an oppressed people. Most of the people that I know, I was I was, uh, you know, I was just watching Dave Rubin a little while ago. Dave Rubin's a reasonably secure gay man. You know, I, I don't I don't sit around having a I, I was talking to my buddy uh, via text message, Riaz Patel out in L.A., Riaz is he's been on the show before. He's a he's a he's a left-leaning liberal, you know, moderate democrat. He's a gay man. He's not sitting around, you know, worrying about himself. So when you start apologizing, oh, I'm gonna hurt the pride community. Uh, so you gotta apologize to your teammates. And I'm sorry that I he says I was gonna use the Blue Jays resources to better educate himself. I can't stand it, dude. I, I like I, ah 
I can't stop. I just can't stand it. We, we have. And again, this pandering is ridiculous, guys. It's insane. And they're going to be the death of all of us if we don't stand up, return to some values, have some sense of, of morality and conviction about who we are and what we believe and stop these so-called freaking oppressed groups from telling us that we are somehow hurting the, them with our words. Dave Chappelle ain't hurt you with his comedy. They're not. They, they, now, you go to the Middle East and they throw you off a freaking building. That, that might hurt a little bit. But I'm sorry that the words are finally hurting you, and it's not about sticks and stones anymore. It's absolute freaking insanity of this stuff we're living in. And, um, you know, whatever. Whatever. I mean, you got... Um, Look, look at this shit right here. I mean, the, the, I posted this, Disneyland. You go to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. I mean, come on. Do you expect, you bring your little girl, you bring your little girl to Disneyland to meet princesses because you've told her, hey, you're her, you know, she's your little princess. And, and you know, you, you, you give them that lie when they're a kid. You know, tell them they can be anything they want to be when they grow up. Let them live in a fairy tale for a little bit. Because you know what? By the age of seven, we lose our, our sense of wonder completely. And we don't even know how to, uh, you know, dream anymore. But, you know, Disney World and Disneyland was always kind of a place where we could just kind of get away, escape reality, go into a fantasy land a little bit. And it was safe to do that. But now, no, you bring your little girl to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique inside Disneyland, and here's the princess that greets her. Play the clip. So my name's Nick. I want to carry on as a princess. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. You know, I'm thinking that if you're going to go with the with the dress and you're going to go with the, the high-pitched little female voice, uh, like you're just so loaded <laughs> of estrogen and you don't have any testicles, if you're going to do that, shave the effing mustache off. Get rid of the sideburns. Like, take care of the five o'clock shadow. I mean, look at this guy. <laughs> it says, I'm one of the fairy godmothers. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Stay the F away from my kid, Ethan. Nick, whatever your name is. Dude, I mean, this is sick. This is sick. I mean, can we not just let our kids be safe anymore? Just be protected, you know, and just and just, just have fun. Dream a little. Have a little wonderment, you know, a little amusement out there. Can we not, can we not go on vacation from the bullshit? But here we are. Here we are. And and this coming from a guy whose daughter is an actual Disney princess. <laughs> I mean, if you've been to Disney on ice, she is an actual Disney princess. And we talk about that every now and then because we talk about Disney and they, they're, they take care of her. She likes working for them. She's an adult. I can't say, hey, you don't need to work for Disney. I'm not going to do that. I've raised her the best I can. And she's an adult now. She makes that decision. I'm very, very proud of the decisions she makes. But, you know, I, I look at this stuff and I'm like, when when my kid goes into the bibbity bobbity boutique at Disneyland, I, I don't want him to be around some dude that pees standing up while he's, <laughs> you know, pretending to be Ariel or <laughs> Belle or Anastasia or shit. I'm running out of Dora. Oh, Dory. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> you thought like the $250 dress that you're paying for isn't bad enough. You're already being gouged on what's probably a $15 dress. <laughs> People were okay with that. Made 
Yeah, made, made in China. by Uyghur slaves in China. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, now and probably like, has a tuck pocket. Yeah, now I got to explain the dude in the dress to my daughter. It's like, I get it's a fantasy land, but we got to stick to the kids' fantasies. <laughs> and at this point, like, if yeah. you work for Disney, I think I think you're kind of suspect at this point. You kind of got to prove otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first thing I said when, when my, my daughter, who I don't want to tell all of her business, but when she said, I've got an opportunity to, for, to, to you know, perform on, the, on tour mm-hmm. with Disney, and I said, well, don't let them make you transgender, <laughs> you know? <laughs> She said, you don't have to worry about that. And I said, no, seriously. I said, if you ever have questions, you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. I've taught you to be a, a critical thinker, a thinker. You, you know how to think with complexity of thought. You're, a, you're an independent person. And I'm going to trust you on, to do what you need to do. And, you know, that's, that's all you can do as a, a father of an adult, you know, child. And, but I see this stuff and I'm like, come on, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? All right. I still want to get to the Trump thing. I do because it kept me up all night. Not really. But, um, the uh, uh, people are just hung in there too, too tight. Hey, guys, I want you to picture for a moment, though, that uh, what it would be like if all of a sudden the global medif- medication supply just, let's say like your antibiotics, let's say it just stopped, right? It just wasn't available and you went to your pharmacy and you couldn't get it. it just disappeared right before your eyes. Uh, most of the medicine that we take in this country is made in China. It's made in places like uh, India. And if something were to happen, if there was a global problem, they're going to keep the medicine for themselves. They're not going to put it on a ship to America. They're going to take care of their own needs first. So what do you do when all of a sudden someone you love needs an antibiotic? Uh, There simply aren't any to be had. Well, the answer is you should have a supply on hand uh, in case of a disaster. So the Jace case from Jace Medical is a great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you could use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, things like UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a whole lot more. It's a great way to be ready for shortages, and it's perfect for traveling. So don't get unprepared. In fact, when you go to the website, you'll see some other things you can add to your Jace case. And I did that exact same thing. So go to jacemedical.com, enter code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad at checkout. That's promo code Chad at J-A-S-E medical.com. We'll be right back. You know, right there, just taking a quick break, I checked my phone, I get a text message in, and here you have, uh, I'll just show it to you, you got all these pride, family-friendly pride yoga. This is happening in places like Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, why? What? Uh, I mean, there's nothing creepy about that, right? You got, I mean, you got all this stuff, you got drag queens performing for kids, you got painting trans flags on children's faces, all ages, gentle yoga class, um... You know what? I don't want to take my kids. I don't want to take my kids to um, Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take my kids to Duval in Las Vegas. You know, um, after you know 10 p.m. I don't. I really don't want to. Uh, there's just some places you don't take kids, and and there's you know, if if I know that there's someone at a church where they you know are a sex offender or something like that. I'm not taking my kid to that church if I feel uncomfortable with somebody even. I'm not going to openly take myself, take my kid to that. But uh, it's insane, the stuff we're dealing with. Um, All right, so this Trump thing. So Trump is on Truth Social. And so sometimes we post a screenshot of things that Trump says. And people say, uh, oh, Trump didn't say that. He's not on Twitter. Uh, He's on Truth Social, guys. So you have to go over to Truth Social if you want to see what Donald Trump is saying. Now, 
we're seeing this crazy just if you say anything about Donald Trump, then suddenly, again, the Twitter re-rees on the right are going to come attack you. And they're going to say, oh, you're sold out. You must be on the payroll of Ron DeSantis. You must be bought and paid for by Fox News. No, I, I actually speak for myself. I'm not paid by anybody. I am fortunate enough to be on the Blaze independent broadcasting platform, uh, and I am an independent podcaster, okay? So I say the things that I believe, and I say the things that I see, and a lot of times I think they're for the betterment of you in order to help you think critically and to think with some form of, of thought that that will you know make your life better in the long run and not send you down a long road that's going to lead to destruction or chaos. That's sort of my mission in life. I want to give you some things to think about and maybe, maybe save you some headache down the road. So, uh, uh, well, there you go. Uh, you just, you got, that's pulling that thing off. The, uh, Siri was trying to tell me how to save myself a headache. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it was in my ear. There's how to turn that off. The, uh, Siri is way too helpful, but, uh, I'm trying to save you the headache. I'll be your Siri. Okay. So, um, the uh, Kaylee McEnany, who's on Fox News, she's a former, of course, she's she's I think she's the gold standard. She is the prime example. Hang on. Don't pull that. Put, don't put the graphic up there just yet. The uh, I think she's the prime example of what a press secretary should be. I mean, she was the gold standard. Uh, she was sharp. She was articulate, articulate, incredible communicator. She was always prepared. And. You know, now she's over on Fox News and she read a thing that said based on May numbers or I think it was April numbers. You know, a lot of times people are handed pieces of paper and they we read the story off of the thing. She read the numbers uh, and said that Trump was polling 25 points ahead of Ron DeSantis. And Trump, of course, goes on and he's you know, he says, well, I'm, I'm polling 34 points ahead. Still don't put the graphic up there just yet because I want to build up to this. Um, and. <laughs> you would think you would think on this whole deal that Kaylee McEnany has just gone out and just looked for ways that she could absolutely sabotage Donald Trump's campaign. How dare she? She wasn't a huge fan of Trump back in 2015 before he was elected. Then she worked for Trump. Um, I'm on record myself as saying I didn't understand Trump in 2015 either. But the guy won me over with some things. And, and, and you know, you you evolve as a human being and the people you give your support to. Trump goes on Truth Social, and here's what he says. Put the graphic up. So he says, Kaylee Milktoast McEnany. Of course, he misspelled Milktoast because <laughs> Milktoast is not M-I-L-K. It's Q-U-E, M-I-L-Q-U-E toast. McEnany uh, just gave out the wrong poll numbers for uh, on Fox News. I'm 34 points up on desanctimonious, not 25 up. While 25 is great, it's not 34. <laughs> She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. Um, I Listen, the crap that she put up with in, in dealing with the press pool every day for Donald Trump. And then you're going to say, I mean, I, I tweeted, I, I tweeted, I said, this is pathetic. I said, I don't care who you are. This is unacceptable and unhinged. Kaylee McEnany took bullets for this man. We have a guy in the White House destroying the country, and you go after her? It's becoming an absolute joke. Um, and people, of course, that, that tweet has now been seen a million times. Uh, 14,000, 15,000 reactions to it. Uh, tons of comments under this thing. Um, and, and 
a lot of people are very mad at me. Now, most of them have a fake profile picture. Most of them have a fake name because, again, everybody and I and I commented after that. I said, you know, here was my tweet that I followed up. I said, I said, you tweeters with your fake names and your fake profile pictures seem to forget that the Democrats, even with Joe Biden as the candidate, are capable of putting 81 million uh, on the scoreboard. You're so focused on a primary that you forget they're capable what they're capable of in the general. Everything matters right now if you want to win this thing with Trump. Now, episode 809 of the Chad Prather Show, um, I talk. I give you five reasons why I think Trump needs to win. But I'm telling you, he ain't going to win with this kind of with this kind of rhetoric going after people who, you know, he's attacked he's attacked uh, Jenna Ellis now, Katrina Pearson. And now Kaylee McEnany. Uh, I think that I think Donald Trump at this point would would attack Don Trump Jr. if he said something. Uh, he would he would attack his own daughter if, if she said something that was out of line. I, this thing, I'm just telling you, he's got to get to a general election. If you're up 35 points, that's great. That means you're coasted, man. Do the positive things. Tell us what you're going to do when you get back in office. I think people are ready to rally behind Donald Trump because he's a guy who says I don't have. I don't have to put up with the crap because I don't have to run again in four years. I can do whatever I want to do, and I can make some real changes. I can pull down these agencies. I can make some real, last, real lasting change. But that guy has got to get through the general election. And whether they're real ballots, real voters, uh, real numbers, whatever it is, whether it's legitimate or illegitimate, the Democrats put 81 million points on the board in 2020. That's at least, at bare minimum, the algorithm you got to overcome. You can't do that by alienating everybody with this kind of rhetoric. You just can't do it. That's like saying, oh, Chad, you know he's going he's gonna to say these things. He's going to attack everybody. We're just okay with it. I get that to a point. But, guys, that's like saying you're okay with your kid going to middle school and beating the shit out of all the other kids on the playground and saying, hey, you know, well, you know, he looked at my kid wrong or he said something wrong about my kid. And it's OK for my overgrown bully of a son to go beat the shit out of everybody. And then you get pissed off at the end of the year when he doesn't get the certificate from Mr. Most Popular. Listen, guys, we're trying to get this guy through this whole deal, but it ain't going to happen like that. It ain't going to happen like that. And I got more to say on it, but I'm out of time. All right. Hey, guys, cleaning guns is just one of those necessary hassles in life. Personally, I don't like it. It's a dirty job, but you got to do it. Uh, you use the patches. They're messy. You use the ropes. They don't, they're inoffective. Uh, they hide the dirt. So I found a better solution with Barrel Buddy. And a lot of y'all are sending me messages. You like them. You're trying them. And uh, that's kind of my meditation place is when I'm cleaning guns. And I like it. So Barrel Buddy, they compress to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, making sure to clean the rifling grooves. And they come in seven different sizes to match any caliber firearm. Barrel Buddy is composed of polymers that don't leave behind those residual particles. And uh, they're safer for your gun as well. So that's an amazing concept. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates, then absorbs any remaining residue. Busts the interior surface clean. You can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning. Listen, cleaning your gun is an important part of being a responsible gun owner. So go to BarrelBuddy.com. I guarantee you'll love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back.
Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for putting up with us while we kind of figure out the technical glitches and all the stuff. I mean, where else can I just sit here with Biscuit in my lap the entire time and do this show? What are you looking at? Look at the camera. Look at the camera, Biscuit. Look at the camera, Biscuit. Uh, she doesn't want to do it. Anyway, uh, just sit and hang out in my lap the whole time. Anyway, uh, you guys, uh, don't forget to subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save on an annual subscription. I want to remind you guys, I've got some huge dates coming up uh, next week. Well, this weekend, we're going to be at the Great American Syndicate in Dallas, Texas, there. At Gillies. If you don't have the uh, tickets for that, come see me Friday night. And then they're going again through Saturday where you're going to get around some great influencers, conservative voices, tell you how to do business, tell you how to network, tell you how to be successful. It's so many things that we need. We talk about parallel economy, guys. Uh, if you're in the Dallas area, come join us for the uh, Great American Syndicate on uh, Friday and Saturday. And uh, you can find it at my website, watchchad.com, where all the fun stuff is. Thanks to George and Brandon there for uh, hanging out in the studio. And guess what? We'll do this thing again tomorrow. We love you guys. God bless you, and we will talk to you then. Bye.